Hello, everyone. This is Raul Ramirez with the Catch Wrestling Alliance, where we basically do many things, <laughs> but our main goal is to keep real wrestling alive. The other things we do is to help you elevate your grappling and basically take control of your grappling success, whether it be catch wrestling competition uh, or even like no gi competition. I think those are the two like most comparable styles that um, that would you know kind of match with what catch wrestling is doing. Uh, but yeah, even if it's MMA or whatever, uh, catch wrestling and our instruction can help you like take control and actually get better success in all those endeavors. And actually, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Because it's unfortunate that uh, this kind of happens more and more, not necessarily more and more frequently, but it happens often where like in MMA and specifically people were always talking about how like wrestling is the dominant style and it still really is like you can still, if you're really good at ground and pound and whatnot, but um, like just like about a month ago in one championship, a I think this would be one of the better examples where you have someone who comes from a freestyle wrestling family. It's like, I think we've spoken about her before on the channel, Ritu Fogat, who, whose family, like they made a, a movie about her, her freestyle wrestling family and um, how that like, uh, basically how just wrestling and freestyle wrestling is, is, um, is like, like just a big major part of of them and what they do and so Ritu has been uh in fighting in mma for a while now and she ended up getting a chance to what like fight for the i don't know if it's like an interim championship and where like the winner will fight uh like the like the former or like the the main champion was on hiatus because she had a baby right so uh she's wanting to come back and so they wanted to have like a women's tournament to see who would face her first. And Ritu and this woman named Stamp Fairtex from Thailand uh, made it to the finals, right? But the thing about Stamp is that uh, she's primarily a Muay Thai boxer. Uh, she's won uh, the like the one championship like kickboxing and um, all these other types of uh, world championships and stuff uh, for striking. Right. And so she isn't necessarily the best at grappling and that isn't, that wasn't her like main thing, but now because she's doing MMA, she's gotten more, like more practice doing basically jujitsu. Right. Uh, Ritu has been, it seems, it seems like she's training at evolve. So for those of you who don't know that, that's like the, the big time, MMA gym in Singapore. It's a really, it's like a beautiful facility. I've been there like many times. Uh, really great. So there's always like uh, really like they basically import talent to train there and teach there. And it's just like a really cool place to train. Uh, maybe a little expensive, right? They definitely charge. It's definitely other gyms where um, like maybe former instructors from, Ev from Evolve go to teach. So there's a lot of great Seems like a, like they're like all over the island now. There are a lot of great instructors. So uh, some were former Evolve instructors and stuff. So um, Evolve isn't the only place, but Evolve is the place where like these really famous people, famous competitors will train and coach, right? So 
I believe Ritu trains there at Evolve in Singapore. And so anyway, you can think of Evolve as like the the gym. I believe it's, it's probably even owned by one championship because uh, they want to make sure they bring in good talent to to fight in the promotion and whatnot. But so if you see a fighter fighting at, or training at Evolve, that's probably like their their darling, right? Stamp also is kind of a little bit of their darling, but she doesn't train there really. She she still trains at, of course, Fairtex, right? Because she changed her name. Okay. So anyway, with that being said, um, they they ended up basically uh, getting to the end of this tournament, and um, we'll kind of maybe talk about what happened. I think maybe I'll try to. Um, I'll try to talk through it here. Let me see. I got the video. I had it loaded up here. Let's see where it went. Hmm. Darn. Ah, some technical difficulty going on here. I had the video clip loaded up here but let me see if it's no not that one where did it go well let me talk and then i'll upload it right now while while we're still uh still talking right so it's uploading again hopefully there's no problem this time but anyway so this basically would be like a standard um grappler versus actually not even not even standard it would be like a more of a novice grappler um going up against a big time wrestler right so because especially a lot of people um i think fairly call like amateur wrestlers like wrestlers but this you know shows that they're they're like not they're still missing the whole catch wrestling thing and that's a big problem Right, so let's go ahead and actually play it. So yeah, I, I uploaded it again, and it's ready to be played. Hopefully, there's no glitch here. I don't know why. I, okay, so anyway, let's go ahead and get to it. So this is Ritu Fogat, so the the wrestler versus the novice grappler. So this this clip is going to be about a minute long. Okay, this, so this is round two of their MMA fight. Just as a disguise for that shot, there she goes. Get that single leg. Now she's in the open. Let's see what she can do here. Ritu's gonna try to go chest to chest. Maintain this top position. Don't let her get to your back, Ritu. Get her down. See, so you can see there's maybe like a Nelson attempt, but there's no pressure really being applied. Alright, so then Ritu's era. Uh, Stamp's able to re-guard, and then she's actually keeping some wrist control there. Right, she's trying to keep. She's trying to keep control, also to kind of stop the ground and pound, and to um, kind of like set up that triangle choke. Ritu's not really stacking, not really applying too much pressure. She's trying to escape. She's trying to escape by the like one of those rotational escapes from the triangle choke, but it almost seems like she's not the most like she's not so used to it. Okay, so Stamp is still, well, she was keeping control of an arm, but yeah, she goes back to control, trying to keep control of an arm. 
she's still got her in some trouble. She's getting stacked now. That's probably the her best chance of getting out right now. But she's not pulling the arm out. So Stamps is still keeping control of that arm. And then... Right? Hopefully you guys heard me through that. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, you know, hopefully my, my voice didn't get mixed in too much with with uh with like michael chavello and all those other uh, announcers so uh we saw though is that stamp still kind of kept control of the arm and i think it also showed that uh ritu didn't quite uh, at least didn't have like in the muscle memory uh ways to get out of that triangle choke position right and also she wasn't necessarily like how, how people kind of equate wrestlers with pressure passing and whatnot um, that really didn't seem to be going on that way. I don't necessarily want to. I don't want to like be like picking on Ritu or anything like that. But it's been my point for a while that like you know like the amateur wrestling isn't enough, and uh, having an expert catch wrestling background would probably be the better example of wrestler versus grappler. But I think you know just over the years things have changed, or people's understanding of what wrestling is or what a wrestler is totally uh misunderstood um so anyway this is what you're gonna see with a lot of these uh, wrestler versus grappler but in this case stamp fairtex is not a uh wouldn't be like an expert grappler but because she kept control of the let's say like of the arm wrist uh and and because ritu didn't seem to have like that muscle memory of how to escape uh these these uh the triangle choke then it's ultimately set up that arm bar right so uh my main thing would be like it'd be great to see ritu doing catch wrestling it'd be great to see uh, even stamp doing catch wrestling but right now like the mainstream grappling is the uh, uh jujitsu so we probably won't see we won't see that anytime soon yeah unfortunately right uh so jonathan jimenez yo that photo of frank gotch next to your bedside yep that's frank gotch next to me uh, i'm not in my bed though so <laughs> but maybe maybe i'm just kidding um uh welcome was it martin valenzuela good to see you um so yeah kind of getting back to the point where it's like ultimately you know, you, the the catch wrestling aspect is what's missing in this whole kind of freestyle or this whole wrestler versus grappler situation right i think since we have like more and more documentation so more and more matches like uh, i mentioned earlier this year like a few months ago flow grappling they put out their whole thing their mini documentary about grappling being better than wrestling and they had like some of the absolute best uh of of amateur wrestling just get submitted and in, in these no-gi matches so it's sad to see it's like heartbreaking right um, um but it shows the reality or that the um like sometimes you can't rely on just being a better wrestler right and you know you see in this case um the more novice grappler is able to submit the the better wrestler the obviously better wrestler right but the thing is I, and I, I spoke about it in one of our recent 
technique videos where um, it was actually Ritu again, where she set up a low single, I believe, and her head was on the outside of the leg. So this kind of this is what set up this submission also, right? So uh, Ritu lowered her level. She put her head on the outside uh, for getting a, uh, a single leg this time. And she was, that's, it's, it's probably arguable whether whether or not she whether or not Ritu was able to get stamped down or stamp fell over because it'd probably be more beneficial to set up your submission hold if she just fell over. So I think it's kind of a little a mix of both, where uh, either way it wasn't the most secure way of getting that single leg, right? But I think Ritu is probably thinking that she'll be able to figure out. Uh, a better way to dominate or stay on top uh, once she got stamped down and that's getting her down is probably the only thing that mattered so um, I think that's why you see that right but the thing is like and this maybe this, maybe we'll kind of mention our uh, our recent uh, uh, release for on our on our um, our website is the pressure passing volume one pressure passing system volume one where in this case we go over uh how to use a cradle to uh, escape and pass guard but also to set up submissions and whatnot um so this is our new course that we have on our website at catchwrestlingalliance.com uh that's available um already we just released it last week uh, we have a one of our good buddies these black belts in brazil in in rio uh, they're already using some of these, and so we'll be sharing some of their videos there because it, you can kind of see um, how a black belt in jiu-jitsu can learn these things and apply it successfully against another. They've already sent me um, uh, some video footage of them you know, training and how it's, it, it just really works. And so that's why I'm saying maybe there's, there's maybe this kind of finesse that's missing with your standard amateur wrestling background and if we can get some of these kind of like uh, these techniques that are more cognizant of submissions and also that can end up in submission holds for the the wrestler um, then you can see some really great matches i think you'll be, you'll be able to see more more of them right and so we have that course and basically since it's volume one that means we're going to be adding volumes and so uh just formulating the next ones uh uh and they should be up soon so we have a lot of stuff that we're planning for the next year and so um you know hopefully you can be looking forward to that plus uh having you know events and stuff more matches and all that uh, so next year should be a really great year for catch wrestling so hopefully you stay tuned and you continue to support us um and you know if you want to support us in you know with with uh becoming a member whether you know if you, if you don't want to become a student then you can become a member of our youtube channel that'd be very very helpful we're going to be um, we have special videos and stuff that are for um for the uh like say someone who just wants to support and doesn't necessarily want to become a student you know, we have a bunch of really cool technique videos, but also uh, fun videos too. So, um, you know, you can always you can always um, uh, find a way to support us, and we really appreciate it. 
All right. So Martin, uh, oh, actually, let me sc scroll back. You guys have been making a bunch of comments. Right? Martin Valenzuela, catch wrestling rules. A catch wrestler would catch and have catch on submission uh, amateur wrestlers who don't have any submissions in their game. Yeah, that, that should be the, the goal where it's like if you go up against someone who is an amateur wrestler, you should you know really try to submit them. Like go for the submissions. Don't worry about out wrestling them or pinning them. But you got to, uh, you know, use your wrestling ability to set up your submissions. Martin Valenzuela, catch wrestling, the complete package. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Uh, Jonathan Jimenez, Fujiwara, Fujiwara Cradle. Yes, that's one of the techniques we we show. Actually, it was one of our latest videos uh, featuring Jonathan, right? And then also Jonathan is the the guy who gets beat up in our latest video course, the Pressure Pass System Volume One. So hopefully you guys can pick it up uh, sooner than later to you know really get control of your grappling and you know really elevate your skill. Martin Valenzuela, Happy New Year's, Catch Wrestling Alliance. Happy New Year's to Martin and everyone, really. Really appreciate everybody. Martin, again, the whole Catch Wrestling Alliance, coach, students, followers, subscribers. Yep. Um, yeah, we definitely are appreciative of everybody and, uh, you know, want to send out a, you know, heartfelt uh, thank you for basically, you know, we didn't have a, because of COVID and all that, we... Um, we really couldn't do anything. And then right now, you know, everywhere around the world, COVID is surging. So uh, a lot of things are, are getting canceled, right? Especially if you're in the United States, a lot of like, like, like the biggest sport we have is it's football. And so a bunch of football games are getting canceled. A bunch of collegiate football games are getting canceled, uh, concerts and, you know, all these new year's things. But, um, you know, um, hopefully we can still continue with our plans for the new year uh, with regards to catch wrestling. And usually I think if we if we can keep things small, because, you know, football football game requires a lot of teammates and stuff. So uh, hopefully maybe some catch wrestling matches if we, you know, make sure there's no audience and, you know, just kind of keep it to the competitors and coaches and whatnot, uh, you know, camera people or whatever, then... Um, uh, you can kind of keep it safer for safe and COVID free. Right. So that's kind of the, the goal or the way we'll kind of just proceed because uh, we haven't had an event in a long time. Right. So uh, let's go ahead and just, let's do it. Martin Valenzuela. Oh, I already read that comment. So um, yeah. So, you know, I just keep watching really. And so it's going to get back to the whole idea where it's just like, this is another example of, and so for those of you who just joined right now, like we have another example of when a high level wrestler uh, gets submitted by a very low level grappler, right? All right. So in this case, it's Ritu Fogat, who has like a storied, uh, like the whole family has a freestyle wrestling background. There's movies made about her family and whatnot. And um, she just got submitted by a novice, right? So the novice, but the other thing, you can't, you, you, you can call her a novice uh, grappler, but you can't call her a novice kickboxer. But she didn't use kickboxing. She didn't knock out Ritu. She submitted her. So let's go ahead and take another look at that. Um, I'll see if I can talk through it. Okay, so here we go.
Okay, so you see that outside, the head's on the outside there. And so it's, she was able to yank the leg and get and get Stamp down, but I think Stamp also thought it might be better to just go down and set set this up. She, could, she can set up a triangle there, like an inverted triangle, but you see how she pushes the leg out of the way and is able to then uh, get a maybe even a better position with that standard triangle. Alright, she's also Stamp is also keeping control of the wrist. Right. Let's see if can pop uh, and so she's with that wrist control she's able to set up some kind of counter strikes. Uh, and then she's able to tighten up the the triangle choke there. Trying to get the elbow going across. Ritu's Ritu's corner is actually yelling out some pretty good instructions, but I think because you know maybe the pressure of the moment or because Ritu doesn't really have the counter and, you know, like in her muscle memory, she's not doing it, right? She's still trying to have her hands forward, you know, like, like Stamp can even set up arm bars then, you know. But now she's kind of going maybe more for the belly down, belly down arm bar, which is my favorite. Um, but yeah, just keeping that control. Yep, now the leg position by Stamp has gone over to um, arm bar. Straight up armbar. Ritu's thinking that strikes can get her out of this, but when she stacks, when she stacked her, she should have got that arm out, but she didn't. So stuck nice and deep, and then a novice was able to get that submission. All right, great job, great job, uh, stamp. All right, so hopefully you guys heard me all right through there. Uh, you yeah, know, hopefully, uh, um. You know, whoever, if you guys can comment, let me know if you guys heard my voice okay enough through the through the video. But I also want to give a shout out to One Championship. They put on a lot of great matches, um, and um, like they're really nice about letting people use their footage. Right, so we actually specifically got the um, the okay from one of their uh, one of their like whatever video people are <laughs> whoever's in charge uh they said it was cool um because they're cool like that and i think it just really helps spread the, the mma goodness right or they have a lot of great kickboxing matches too so um the the like usually if we have like the most popular uh basically we have ufc stuff we have ufc stuff chances are that ufc will will have my video taken down so so even if it's like suppose i heard that like the the rules were it's like if you're using footage to uh like for an instructional purpose then it's totally fine but apparently apparently not right but anyway that's why uh, we asked one championship specifically and they're like yeah go ahead go ahead but they said i think maybe just try not to use like you know many many minutes because they have some kind of legal thing going on with uh, certain regions so certain anyway that's maybe a little too much information so but what we what we used right now is uh, totally fine and like they're they're cool with they're cool with um with us using the footage and you know they're they're you know, they like all their events are streamed for free live on youtube and stuff and i kind of think that's how it should be right and so um actually yeah, speaking of that in, in our future matches um uh you know we can um you know we can try to 
trying to get the live stream going. It's just it's just a little difficult, depending on like the venue and stuff and their uh, internet connection, right? So if not, you know, we'll just have everything at least, uh, you know, we'll have good quality recordings and then we'll upload them as soon as possible afterwards. So I think probably one of the quickest ways is if we can, if everyone's okay with just having a single camera uh, view of the thing, so you're not seeing all these cuts, like when you see like even in the one championship matches where you'll have like at least two cameras right, sh shooting, sometimes even more. So then the one director will be, uh, you know, skipping between the different angles, right? Then that that's a little complicated because then you need you need the director there to be pushing the buttons to have the the different angle go to the feed so go to what you're seeing so uh that requires more people but if you if people are okay with just like seeing a single you know single cameraman recording uh that that type of footage can get up online very fast right you don't need editing and uh, you don't need multiple people. You can just have one person, and then after it's recorded and done, then it can be uploaded quickly to the internet, right? All right. Okay, let's get back to some of your questions. Martin Valenzuela, I love the background and even your setup. All right. Thank you. Martin Valenzuela, most of the copyrights, yeah, are from UFC. One championship rocks that they are letting you use the clips. I agree. From my side, it looks good quality. The video and audio, it's top notch. Awesome. So, yeah, yeah, we try to um, actually have real, like real camera people uh, filming our events. So um, we'll try to keep that going. Um, but it's just like, yeah, to have multiple, multiple cameras, uh, it just gets, you just need more and more people controlling that. So, um, it'll just be difficult. All right. So let's go ahead and keep it short so you guys can enjoy your, your, um, you know, your holiday weekend. So just wanted to, uh, you know, thank everyone for supporting us this year and we'll try to do even more next year. Uh, check out, um, our, you know, our new course pressure pass system volume one, that's a really good way to help you get control of your grappling. So like I was mentioning, I was trying to, talk about you know, during that match it's the grappler was the one who kept control you know even though they were on the bottom they were still trying to uh stop the different strikes and she was also using the wrist control and uh, uh, to set up the submissions and whatnot so um it's unfortunate that the person who is identified as the wrestler lost but it shows some of the shortcomings that hopefully uh the catch wrestling alliance uh, can help can help people overcome help these amateur wrestlers overcome and hopefully if they want to get into like no gi competition or MMA competition and hopefully they look to us uh, to help them. Martin Valenzuela, I like how Catch Wrestling Alliance does the events and uh, and the cameraman while others do modified catch wrestling tournaments and have one cameraman if any right <laughs> or it's really dark or whatever. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, um, once again, so if anybody who, who's not in Los Angeles and they want to learn, go ahead and join the Catch Wrestling Alliance Academy. So CWA Academy that's on our website, catchwrestlingalliance.com. You can also support us, uh, by becoming a member of our YouTube channel under each video, it says join, or even on our, our main homepage, 
it should say join and it gives you different membership tiers um, so you know we really appreciate your support so that can really help with future uh, matches and, and actually helping us to uh, continue pumping out the different instructional uh, courses so um, so those ones you know of course everything takes time you know and effort so uh, any of your support is greatly appreciated all right so thank you for watching and listening wherever you get your podcasts or we're also on twitch um, and thank you for watching on youtube as well we really appreciate it so happy new year everybody